Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown, along with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurber. Hello. And this is State of Atlanta. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> it was a valiant effort, Tim. Valiant effort. All right. Welcome back, guys. Hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving. Indeed. Yeah. I mean, of course I did. I made it back to um, Atlanta just in time to see, you know, wonderfulness yeah we'll we'll get to that but i don't think you can actually justify that as just in time maybe just in time for the second quarter of the game yeah just in time for the second quarter guys i Ooh. i got, I got su- like thanksgiving dinner was on friday night and i got i got real drunk and we drove home on saturday and we were late because i had to stop like twice to puke on the side of the road <clears throat> really good thanksgiving man uh yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll get to all that kind of detail. But yeah, Ryan gets there and we were up three and Southern was driving. And I was already, I, it was already programmed in my head. If Southern takes the lead when he shows up. I'm like, go home. Just get out. Just go home. And sure enough, that's uh, what exactly would happen. Then they, uh, yeah. Yep. That is exactly what happened. I'm glad, I'm glad it, it ended up not being my fault because I did not leave and we, you know, did well. Yeah, it turned out to be okay. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so really, there there's been a lot of games that have happened in the past seven days since we got here and talked about this, and the first of which was the Georgia Tech win in basketball to start the season, which is awesome, and then the Southern win to regain that series lead, which is awesome. Uh, going into uh, last week, we asked the question, or I asked the question, which win would be more for the university? And Ryan, unsurprisingly, was all about Southern. But Tim, I think maybe you may have changed your opinion a little bit since then. Uh, slightly. There are two different sports, and both wins are huge for the university. I think different fronts. Like I can't pick one. Everything had, now had uh, we beaten Mercer yesterday, would you be feeling a little bit more confident about that? Uh, and Mercer had not beat Georgia Tech. Would you be feeling a little bit more confident about that Georgia Tech win? We obviously tired Georgia Tech out on Wednesday. We played them, and they struggled to compete with Mercer on Friday. And we were obviously tired by Monday after right. that hard game we played on Friday. Yeah. Maybe. That hard game on Friday. Well, I mean, and maybe we should have uh, – maybe Lanier should have benched a few players or pulled them a little early with that such a lead that we had and, you know, given the guys a little more rest. I don't know if that would have made a difference or not, but – We'll get into basketball. Let's, this is the last football game we have of the season, so let's finish up with, with football and uh, any kind of potential uh, post-game type stuff. And then we'll get into basketball since there was a lot of games, and that's what we got coming up next this week. May not be the last, right? There's still, there's still an opportunity on the horizon? Yeah, it may not be the last. So Tim messaged me during the game that the announcer said we were trying to pick up another game, and I thought that would probably be a lot of lip service just – assuming that everyone's trying to pick up another game. just because Yeah, announcers are dumb. Exactly. They don't know anything. They yeah. rarely know which team they're even covering at the time, but uh, when, at least when it comes to Georgia State. So I actually end up running into one of the athletics people in the, the concourses and ask a question, and there was some conversations, but the, the thing that kept on being said was only if it's financially, you know, makes sense, which tells me we're not paying anybody to come here and we're not going anywhere unless we're getting paid. That's – that's kind of what my take on it is, which means we're not going to go up to Charlotte because Charlotte's not going to pay us. That was already a you know agreed upon game, right. and I don't I don't really see any other schools that are out there willing to you know pay for us to show up or anything. So 
Yeah. And we're not going to go to, I, I mean, an FCS school is not going to pay us and we're not going to go to an FCS school either. So, so I think we're, you're saying there's a chance. I mean, if they'll pay us, we'd probably go. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, we're not going to go somewhere we'd lose. That's for sure. Right. If BYU called us up and said, Hey, we'll pay for everything. Come play us. I don't want to go there. Why? <laughs> it's a good chance we lose that game and have a you know what? losing season. Some football. There's a, also a small chance we win it. Okay, yeah, True. Well, yeah. Hey, there, we can always uh, pull a little 30, 30 action on them. I'll be okay with that. But well, I mean, like, I don't think another game's gonna happen. Thinking we'd win, you know, but we did. Yeah. True. Well, well let's talk about the Southern game on Saturday. So we we know that we did win and we won convincingly. I would like to tell myself. Uh, so I was with I was with uh, inebriated Ryan the entire all oh, the first the, the final three quarters of the game. Tim, what was your take watching that game? Did, did you feel good about it? I mean, we got down, got down big at the beginning, and you just thought it was just another Georgia State loss there. Uh, I think I wrote you some text messages about some of the scores, and I would sell my soul for a win. Um, <laughs> I, I felt like it, we were on the brink of them busting it open, and somehow the team came out of in the second half and pulled it together and, and well not even the know. second half it was really the second quarter because we we ended up getting just down a point from them in the second which thing i wanted I, I would not stop shutting up about in the stadium on saturday <laughs> to ryan and i want to reiterate it here is why do we not go for the two-point conversion at the end of the second before that i think there's like a minute and a half minute 15 left or something we should have it, it, was, it was crazy because i was in full agreement and he still wouldn't stop trying to convince me that we should have gone for two and i'm like yeah we should have gone for two and then he's like but ryan we should have gone for two i'm like i know man i agree I, that's I'm why i sure. stopped i'm pretty sure after every score we got at that point i'd be like <laughs> but it could have been one more yeah now, you did you did no, but it does make sense i don't understand that play con we ended up going for it later on yeah and we missed it then we went for it again and got it but the math made sense. If you go down, if you go into the half down by one or down by two, nobody cares. If you go down, you go into the half tied, that that's a bigger deal. So if we would have missed it, it still means absolutely nothing. But if we would have made it, it really sets, you know, a, a momentum shift in that game. There, there would have been no Southern momentum going into the half if we missed that, the two-point conversion. Well, I and not, like not only – not only does it does do people not care about the difference, but there is no mathematical difference because you're going to score in either threes or sevens or threes or sixes and you know whatever. You're not going to score one point ever. So there is a weird one point rule that you can do what? something. There's something if you well if you kick a uh, if they're kicking the point after and you run it back for a touchdown, that's a one point or something. Uh, like that. Yeah, but, okay. Like, a weird thing point. happened. Yeah, no, no, it just, I don't know. I, I, it's not the most hor horrible play calling we've seen, but it just didn't make, mathematically, it did not make sense to me. I like yeah, well, it. So it took them a little longer to do the math on it, and so then they tried again later. But yeah, I, I, I tended to agree with you that it was a little too little too late, um, and that they had a better chance of getting it at the time when they should have tried it, and then, then with the time they did try it. And I know that doesn't 100% make sense because it's, Ball's placed where it's placed, and that's that. But I, I feel like momentum was on our side, and it just felt like a better better time to go and, for two, and we should have. And if you miss a two-point after that early in the game, people are like, okay, well, you know, yeah, go for it early. You got time to make up for it or whatever. But, you know, if, if you miss it at the end, like, oh, man, like that really kind of screwed the pooch in the whole game. But that early on, it wouldn't have made a big difference at all. But the only thing I did want to say is I think that all future opponents got to be forewarned. 
if you were playing the Georgia State Panthers, you were playing for your jobs, coaches. You were playing <laughs> for your jobs. It's the second time this season we've played a team and they fired a coach afterwards. Uh, the uh, Much to the happiness of all the Georgia Southern fans, they got rid of their offensive coordinator uh, the day after, the day after, right? It was Sunday. Yeah. They, they announced it. Sunday. Um, See, I don't, I don't like it when teams fire their, uh, their bad coaches. I, I want them to keep having a bad coach, you know? Especially our opponents, right? Ones yeah, exactly. Especially year. Southern, really, because F yeah. Southern. I can't say it enough. Yeah, keep that carousel going. Keep those uh, recruiting classes having no clue what's going to happen over there. Keep your gimmicky offense that no one mm-hmm. wants to really play in. You got to pick up the, the the athletes that don't excel at any one thing. They're just pretty good at you know being on a football field and playing the game. So yeah, they got rid of. I don't know what the guy's name is. But it was funny after the game was over, like you started looking at social media and immediately anything was out there it was like either fire Lunsford or fire this OC. I don't even know what his name is. I barely knew that the coach's name was Lunsford. I saw it so many times in tweets. So he was boisterous, Lunsford, earlier that week. And then even <laughs> afterwards, he made a comment. Yeah, that's what I put down to talk about. So he uh, he was asked about this rivalry, and they would, would not stop talking. I did watch the replay of the game at the replay. I watched the broadcast of the game the next day, uh, and they kept on talking about how he said this was not a rivalry. And What a dumb thing to say. I mean, that, that's that's crazy. It's a perfect setup for losing. Well, you know, I, I, I think he's right, though. This is not a rivalry. A rivalry is when you actually lead a series – and uh, but when you're when you're not leading in a series, you're playing catch up the entire time. And this it's been what uh, they won two in a row. We win the one. So it's been three years. They've been trying to play catch up to get to where we were in the series. So, yeah, no, you're right. You're right, Chad. <clears throat> What's the one must win game of every season for you, David? It's got it. Yeah. Until until. Well, yeah, forever. If if Southern's on the conference, that's the game I want to win. There's a rivalry. There's yep. the definition right there. Nothing about chasing records, but F them. We're going to beat yep. them. we got to beat them. But ask that question back to Southern fans. So they've got. I, I don't care about their opinion. I don't, I don't care. About I'm just giving them from the perspective. And I guarantee you, many of them would be, be the, like, you know, uh, well, we're going to beat Georgia State anyway. So the rivalry is going to be App State. I'm like, no, you're not beating us every time. Four and three are three and four, <laughs> dude. Like, I think it was. Uh, Parker, uh, who used to work with athletics, he tweeted out about it and he said, you know, Southern pulls out the, the University of South Georgia brings out this banner to the Georgia Dome to the first time we played them. And uh, it says, you know, North Paulson Stadium or Stadium North, whatever it is. And since then, they're one and four or two and four in the whole uh, series. Yeah, we never let them forget it. Exactly. So your high school antics do not go unnoticed, Southern, ever. That, and we've said from the very beginning, Georgia State is the university that, when it comes to athletics, is full of potential. And once they reach that potential, there's no looking back. We've stumbled well, along the way. We've talked about it every single week. This is not the the, the, the platform or the, the the formula that you want to start a football program. And despite every missed opportunity we've had, we've still come out and we've made it to three bowl games, winning one. We, we've won more bowl games than some schools that have been FBS for decades longer than us. You know, we beat a P5 rival, not rival, a P5 team in Tennessee. Uh, we own our series rivalry with our in-state rival. So, yeah, despite all the misgivings of the Georgia State football program, we're still coming out ahead. 
Yeah, one of my one of my complaints about our program over its decade has been kind of this like lack of passion by the by the players and the coaches, and um, you know, I, I think coaches tend to get into it a little bit more. But um, where that comes out, where where I am the most wrong is the Georgia Southern games, and that is where we have been phenomenal. Where we beat them when we're not supposed to. They've come back a couple times, but it's you know overwhelmingly we've played those games really well and with a lot of passion. And that's where I can tell that like that's we just need more of that, right? We need more excitement from our program in general. Exactly. And even in that first game where they beat us, by, you know, they put up 60 points or whatever. We scored, I think, 30 something in that game. So it's not like they completely shut us down. We were still out there. They were scoring quick and fast, but they weren't able to stop us from putting up points, you know, when we could as well. So yep. it's just. What's that, Tim? That first game was a beatdown. I enjoy that one bit. I stayed all the way through the whole stupid thing. Yeah, I'm very glad that I was uh, in a different uh, continent during. You that missed game. it. Yeah, that was that was the same weekend that the Falcons played in London, and there was no way I was missing a Falcons game overseas. Especially, it gave me a, a legit excuse to not be around a bunch of Southern fans. So I'm glad that I I missed out. Speaking of a bunch of Southern fans, I was not able to get down to well, Ryan wasn't even home. I wasn't able to get down to Summer Hill for even a little pre gaming as. Um, just family stuff before before the game. So I pulled up into the green lot with maybe 30 minutes, maybe you know, 20 minutes to go before kickoff. Mm-hmm. And I got a little nervous. I was surrounded by a bunch of Southern fans walking in that stadium. And I was, I felt like this is going to be another you know, chance where they kind of come in and they kind of take control of our stadium from the crowd perspective. But once I got in, that, that was not the case. I think maybe they all were just uh, too hungover from their nights before, like Ryan, and we're all stumbling out at the same time. That right field seating section over there was did have a lot of fans in it. It did have a lot sure. of fans. And they sure. were loud. They were loud. When, when, when they were supposed to cheer, they cheered. When they weren't supposed to cheer, they still cheered for some reason. I feel like maybe they just didn't <laughs> understand football. It's literally the only thing they know how to do is just yell obscenities on football. Just be loud. So, yeah, it's like – they're the go football crowd. They've got no idea what they're saying or when they're saying, but yeah, just go do that thing. I think it was a field goal. We were laughing at them because they all started cheering. We're like, why would you cheer? Like it's clearly not, we're not sure what happened there. And then it sure enough, they didn't get the field goal. And it was like, what, what, what were they cheering for? <laughs> so I gotta say in the second half, there was some lady that came through on TV screaming. Oh, the, the yelping. It was like a big, like high pitched, like yipping or something. <laughs> I hated that. Oh my God. I was just like, what's going on? Who's what Southern fan? I hope it's a Southern. It fan. has to have been. Cause I've never heard it before. <laughs> well, if it was coming on camera, the, the, the video booth is up there uh, in the old club seats of um, on our side, the, it's it was, southern fan. It was coming from like the the loge seating that was like across from us, so it probably was a southern fan. Yeah, we had a southern guy sitting right next to us in the seats we've been sitting in uh, for all the games so far this season. <laughs> David made best friends with him. <laughs> well, to be fair, whenever I was talking to him, we did better. Ryan actually literally at one point said, St- "Don't stop talking to him." <laughs> did you tell him about going for two? No, I didn't bring that up at all. He just no, but he was, I mean, he was being like so outlandishly rude. I mean, I was like, I, I actually for a moment was like going to get up and go sit somewhere else because <laughs> well, <the guy laughs> how was, rude David was being. The guy was asking absolutely idiotic questions like, 
do you want to come down to a game in Statesboro? Like, stop asking me stupid questions. I never want to go to that shithole. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> wow. Hey, real quick, David, because we won, I have a special beer. If you're Uh-oh, what you got? So it's really good beer. Let me see if I can get it. Monday night. Cheers of my enemies. Oh, milk stout, huh? All right. It's super good, and it's the perfect beer when you beat Southern. It tastes yeah. better. <laughs> are those tears delicious? The tears are very delicious, actually. <laughs> So, I mean, I'll talk a lot of crap about all day long about Southern and about how we beat him. I even went on Twitter and harassed a few people about how we should have won by more. Uh, but really, that game did come down to a couple of different things that happened for Southern that had they not happened, I don't know if the game t- turned out the same way. Southern missed two field goals. I mean, I think one was relatively deep, the other not so much. But their right. kicker was just um, not not on game. Well, that. I don't know. The, the one we got our hands on, though. I mean, was that's what it looked like to me. The short one we got the hands on because it, it, like, it flipped a bunch, and then it was a little short. That's the one they cheered on, right. and then it, it it was they barely missed it, but they missed it, and I'm I'm pretty sure we got hands on it. Right, but then also, uh, Shai Wirtz went into the game injured and basically came out of the game injured as well. So they had to put in their backup quarterback. So I mean, we got a little lucky in those two aspects, I think, because that game could have been different. We don't know. It could have That's been usually different. a bad sign for us, the, right? You put the, it in the backup. And <laughs> the turnovers that sealed the deal were not um, – they were him. I mean, he 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 fumbled the ball and he threw the interception. And I, I don't recall a time being more excited about football. Yeah, well, Quad did the same thing. Quad had, threw an interception, which oh, led wow. to a touchdown. And I think he – did he fumble one? We didn't we had another fumble that we lost. I don't know if it was Quad or not. It may have been – we're always good for. Uh, I threw a pick. I don't know if he. He threw a pick, and, and that the ensuing drive led to a touchdown. But um, the interception to seal the deal, though, was uh, was a very exciting moment. Um, he threw it in a double coverage where there were no, there was no receiver. No, he didn't. No, no, you're absolutely wrong. He there was no about, receiver. He threw it about twenty yards outside of their receiver, directly yeah. to our corner. Yeah, well, it, 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 finally played, it finally paid off for us to be playing ten yards off of the receiver. David, the ball went David, directly it a, to us. It was a joke. It was double coverage against nobody. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Just, come gotcha. on. It was double a coverage terror. against the the twenty yard line marker. Yeah. So the, the uh, Southern fans, instead of firing their offensive coordinator, they should have fired their backup quarterback. Is what they should have done. He lost the game. It's his fault. Well, was we that, got not, no idea was that not Chai that did that? I, I thought, thought it was. was no, was I, I think that was the number 17. Oh, really? Okay. All right. I think so. Yeah. I think once Shy uh, went out, he may have come back for a series, but like was out again. He was in and out. Uh, I I remember a couple times. I thought he played still most of the game, but he was in and out. I saw a couple times right. 17 came in. But I don't know how different that is from the normal game plan because, you know, we talked about it over and over. Their game plan is to have their quarterback get beaten the snot out of. And mm-hmm. and so like you, you're going to have to have people come in and out and take breaks and things like that. So I, I, you know, I don't watch them enough to know, but it seems like maybe that would be a normal thing for them to, you know, swap guys in and out, even a quarterback. Yeah, exactly. You would think that just happens, kind of goes along with the show, you know, you're, yeah, yeah. you're going to have to like running backs, right? Running backs have to come out for a series because they just ran a bunch. Right. So, Either way, four and three in the series. We've got another year before we have to worry about facing those guys again. And we have never trailed in the series since that uh, first game. 
<laughs> That's so crazy. To think about. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we were not supposed to even have football this long. Like we they, weren't even supposed to, we had no chance to beat them for like 10 years or something like that. I, right? think, I think they were saying like 20 or 30 years, but yeah, F them. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. So we can, uh, Say say uh, good good that game's over we can we can move on we can move on. Uh, unfortunately, we are I guess one of the few Sun Belt teams that are done with games for the season. So there's a few more coming up. The Power Rankings came out. We're fourth out of ten teams, wow. directly behind Southern and Troy. Is that- <laughs> you you would think you would think somehow <laughs> no, but we are directly behind three teams who all beat us. So I have literally no argument about that at all. Good. All right. Uh, but Southern is behind us and Southern does have a couple of games left. They've got a conference USA game against uh, Florida Atlantic. Go owls. Owls. Yeah. Owls, yeah. Go owls. Okay. Go owls. And then they've got an app state as well. So, um, well, I wish go. them the worst. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm kind of curious, you know, so if, if Southern wins, you know, the app state game, do they leapfrog us? Maybe I, mean, I, I really want to stay as high as possible. I don't know if we've ever finished the season better than fourth. <laughs> I didn't look it up. <laughs> I would say no. We played app super close. If, unless they blow app out, which won't happen. Um, I would, in, in, in the scientific power rankings of whatever. Well, I, like, know what, I guess the real issue, the big thing about it is, uh, from what I read somewhere, which I saw for the first time today, I didn't see anywhere else, was that the Sun Belt said their top five teams are the ones that would get their top five bull bids. And, you know, with us only playing nine games and, you know, being four and four, or I guess five and four, oh wait, what are we, five and four in conference? Is that what it is? I don't even know. Yeah, five and four, right? Four and four. Four and don't, four. Don't tune into the show to find numbers and We're five. four and four in conference. So okay, so we're tied in conference. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that puts us in a bad place as far as records go and overall records go and everything. But, I mean, it looks like we probably got a bowl game lined up. I just don't want anything to happen that prevents that when we are not playing another game. Well, we need to cheer on our good friends in South Alabama right now. Yeah, because they're playing what, Troy? Troy. We got to keep Troy down. Well, Sorry, we have a tiebreaker over Troy on a head-to-head. Right, but they'll have more chances to actually make six wins. They're at four right now, I believe. So overall, yeah, I'm just nervous about us dropping out of that fourth spot. I want to make sure we keep it, and I want to make sure that when it comes down to it, you know, in the arbitrary power rankings, that uh, we are ahead of Southern at the end of the season. So I think we're good there, right? We're good there, based on how their power rankings work week to week. Yeah, I think oh, uh, we'll okay. see. Uh, there were a couple of interesting, well, there's at least one interesting game last week in the rest of the Sun Belt. Uh, I'm sure that uh, Ryan didn't pay attention to this. I don't know if you saw it, Tim, but <laughs> Monroe has just not had a good year. Lafayette put up 70 against them, 70 to 20. Jesus. <laughs> they really don't like them. Oof. Yeah, I mean. There was that- no mercy there. I mean. They didn't pull the starters. I hope. No, no, that, that's like uh, having like a you know a a, a Duke or a a UNC basketball team going up against you know Tennessee State or something. I mean, like that's like just a, a meltdown score. That's yeah, uh, but I don't and know. The, the other head scratcher, 
Arkansas State, right? South Alabama beat Arkansas State. And their one conference win is us. We <laughs> lost three games in conference by a combined 14 points this year. Yeah. That's my stat that I did look up and I did the math myself on today. Oh, that that's so. And one of those games was in overtime against Lafayette at the beginning of the season. So, yeah. oh man, that's a the season. We, we could be literally an eight and one team right now, or even a you know a seven and two team. Easily could I mean, be. Got to work harder. Got to get that. We're not, but we're not. Yeah. So, uh, Tim, I think you wanted to talk about where. Uh, ESPN is going to be at on Saturday. Yeah, it's exciting for the Sun Belt. <sighs> Unfortunately, not us. Uh, yeah, we're going to beautiful Conway to Coastal Carolina. I think you pronounce it Myrtle Beach. No, <laughs> I'm not pronouncing it that way. No, that's where you tell everybody you're going, but where you end up is Conway. <laughs> we're think- they think they're going to Myrtle Beach. They're going to end up in Conway. Isn't they're going to set up, gonna set up actually, game day on the beach at Myrtle Beach. I didn't hear any of that because you both talked over each they're other. Gonna, they're going to set up game day on the beach at Myrtle Beach. They, they probably, probably should. Would. They probably should. They, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. I mean, do you want? I, I would want to set up as far away from the ugly teal field as you possibly could. So, <clears throat> isn't the Myrtle Beach Bowl actually played at Coastal Carolina Stadium? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You don't want to admit where you are. You're like, nah, no one, no one cares about Conway. No one knows what Conway is. That's the thing. Myrtle Beach sells more tickets, but not like anybody's going to be buying tickets to bowl games this year. Not like <laughs> I'll, go bowl, I'll go to a bowl game in Conway. That, what that a great t- transition, Ryan. Bowl game projections. Nice. There are, I got uh, four different bowls we've been projected to be in. Birmingham and Conway, I'm in. <laughs> Birmingham and Conway. Birmingham is out, or at least no projections that. A uh, Southern was projected to be playing a uh, UAB in uh, Birmingham, I think. Actually, that would be cool. For, I mean, for them, not for Southern. Not, that's not what the part was cool. UAB being in Birmingham would be cool. Now, uh, Myrtle Beach Bowl was predicted by um, ESPN uh, against Florida Atlantic. I'll now, take it. Sounds fun. There's one of these yeah. that I really want to happen really, really bad, and I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, Montgomery Bowl. We projected uh, against Louisiana Tech or North Texas or Tulane. That's what you really want? No, I said that. No, no, no. no. You, oh, okay. I'm like, I'm, I'm not, not, I'm not here. The Tulane one would be interesting, though, because do they, don't they still have that uh, crappy coach that we beat 34 to 7 in Statesboro? Summers? Endless Summers? Is that, is that who is, is he still there? I think so. Yeah, so it'd be, you know, a reunion game. We can beat them by like 35 to 7 this time or 34 to 0. I like your attitude. Um no, no, no. Willie Fritz, I was wrong. Willie Fritz. Yeah, I thought I thought it was Summers was Summers was the interlude to Lunsford. I thought it was Fritz, but I don't know enough about this kind of crap to actually say it with authority with any kind of authority, so I just went with whatever you said. I mean, but, if we if we acted like then, we would have eight head coaches by now. I mean, every year we'd be firing everyone. That's not a way to keep a program sustained, getting rid of your coaches. I mean, if your coaches are getting hired away all the time, I'll okay. update or app state, sure. Why not? But get I mean, like literally they're they're freaking out about their offense. It's always they're always freaking out about their offense. We're yeah. no, we're not doing the true triple option, or we need to, you know, have a modified triple option. Well, I don't know the difference. The flex bone, the wishbone. Whatever it is. But like 
it's literally their boosters kind of drive the coaching decisions made by the athletic director. And until they actually find something that's going to be steadfast, like this is what we're going to do. We're going to stick with it. Thank God. Let, let, let them kill themselves. I'm all for it. David, I mean, they have six flags flying over their stadium. All right. Yeah. We got six flags flying over an amusement park is the same damn value. <laughs> you know, I guarantee you our amusement park brings in a lot more money than their crappy little stadium does. I'll, I'll keep teeing them up. You keep swinging, David. I'll do what I can. <laughs> uh, another bowl game, the Camila Bowl, which is also played in Montgomery. Uh, uh, we've been projected to play in that game against either Western Michigan or Central Michigan. Oh, uh, the Western Michigan Ooh. rematch. I would like Western Michigan rematch. I would like that yeah, a lot. me too. I, I would be all for that. And yeah. Montgomery would be an easy drive. Uh, but then my favorite, I saw this in one spot, and I don't know – what this site, I mean, they've had a good name, College Sports Madness. But Perfect. Yeah, but I looked at their Twitter accounts. I wanted to go, I, I went to their website to find their bowl projections and I liked it. So I went to their Twitter feed to go retweet it because I'm like, I like this projection. They haven't tweeted since 2019. Like their oh. site is updated, but their Twitter feed is not. Madness, David, madness. Yes, that is nice. But Gator Bowl, Gator Bowl against Virginia Tech. Hey, that's pretty sweet. I would be all over that. I've got Georgia. <laughs> I've got a really good friend that went to Virginia Tech, and he's a huge fan. I, that's where I got into college football. Got into football. Period. So uh, yes, I'm all about playing Virginia Tech in the Gator Bowl. Where's the Where's the Gator Bowl? Jacksonville, Florida. All right, that's easy, man. That's an easy trip. Let's do it. I'm yeah. in. Yeah, but that being said, apparently there's some new group called bowl season bowl season.com that are like the i try to find out if this is legitimate or not fb schedules posted it out there i saw it somewhere else but they're supposed to be like the advocating group that kind of encourages or sways decisions on stuff i've got no idea if there's if it's legit or not but uh they had us playing north texas in the montgomery bowl that's what they're where they want us i'm like all right whatever I mean, I'll take anything. I'm glad that we can be so like, well, pish posh, like this bowl game instead of this bowl game. Like, that's a good feeling. And the two hour drive to Montgomery. That's fine. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in for that. So the Camila Bowl would be a a Christmas Day bowl game, which would be cool because, you know, people sit around and they watch football on Christmas Day. At least I do. But but I couldn't I could not go to a Camila Day. Yeah, that would be trouble. A Christmas Day bowl game. So it's a. Wednesday, December twenty third, seven o'clock in Montgomery. I could totally do that. I'd probably need to find a hotel in Montgomery because I'm not driving home after that. But it's probably a good. Thing or you're do but uh, I hope we make it to a bowl game. I mean, I know it's not a done deal, right? And we need a couple things to fall our way, so we need some teams to lose well, in the Sun Belt. I mean, from from what you read online, it sounds like we're kind of, you know, if all these bowls actually do indeed happen, we're kind of locked for something. That's So I that's what I think is that we're not even positive if all these bowl games are going to happen. There's still a lot of time between now and when they're going to happen. Things are spiking. People freak out when things spike and, you know. And the Sun Bowl bad. canceled today. Uh, I think it was Sun Bowl canceled today. Uh, there's been another bowl that's been canceled. So there, I mean, we've got a couple come through. Although I did say that Army already accepted accepted a bowl game uh, somewhere. Do they not always just do the same thing? Don't Probably. they like I don't a bowl game and play Air Force or something stupid? 
I'm a headline guy, Ryan. I saw a headline and I just kind of scrolled right past it. I stored that little nugget information right? that little bullet point right in my head and just right there, right there. I will use this later and I will talk about how as if I know what I'm talking about. So right on, right on. I'm curious about something you were talking about earlier that might may or may not be true. You said the Sunbelts that came out today about number top five teams based on conference wins or total wins. I would assume the Sun Belt would go by conference wins, right? I'd hope so. I mean, why, why does a conference care about your out-of-conference schedule? Because they want to put the strongest team out there, and when you're playing and winning your out-of-conference, that proves your strength better. So if we than- miss a bowl game, that is all Eastern Carolina's fault for sucking this year. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, but Eastern Carolina doesn't like super suck. Who, it's, the only, it's the only out-of-conference game we played, though. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Clearly, we'll fire them if that happens. Carolina, Eastern Carolina, you are fired. Well, so I like like the Southern culture, man. You just fire everything. It's easy. (laughs) They they are directional schools. Maybe that is the strategy of of directional schools. They're they're directional, and they don't even know which state they're in. Because if you ask me where, where Eastern Carolina is on any given day, I may give you a different answer. I may say South Carolina, which I think is the answer. I may say North Carolina, which actually is the answer. <laughs> For all the listening it. at home, uh, we're nodding and shaking <laughs> our heads. <laughs> well, so if there is no bowl game and we don't reschedule anything, which I don't think we'll reschedule anything, uh, if, if there is no bowl game, how you feel about I'll, I'm going to let you each give a little speech here. How do you feel about this season? Like, all right, Tim, no I mean, games, no bowl game. You just like talk about, you know, as far as a Georgia state season goes, where's this rank? How, how, how is this as far as the season goes for us? I think this is a win for the school. I think, listen, we lo- we lost to the top three teams in the conference. Sam's one game, but we were missing our coordinator for that game. Right. So, if you look at it that way, we have a winning record, back-to-back seasons for the first time ever, I think. Right, David? I believe so. So, I mean, that's a win. That's a, We're going in the right direction. Could we have won four of our games and be perfect right now? Sure. A four to stretch. The way we played against Coastal Carolina, I don't know if, if, if there was any opportunity in that game. But, yeah. But we yeah, could be sitting at a part of a record. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I think – one loss. That's not, I mean, obviously your stat of the night for what, 14 points between all the, you know, close losses. We could have easily been a one loss team staring at coastal Carolina going to the championship game, but whatever. I think it's a, it's a good season for the team. I think it's a good, something to build on for next year. Yeah. How how horrible would it be if we would have won those three games and lost to coastal and they win the East because of the head to head. (laughs) Yikes. That, that would really, really have sucked. But uh, Ryan, what, what's your take? Is, yeah. this, is this a overall good season or a typical or bad season for Georgia State football? All I, things considered. I, yeah, I think overall it's pretty good. Um, like you said, there were three games out there with a combined point loss of 14 points, right? I mean, it's, it's a, I don't know how I worded that, but <clears throat> I was, I was but, understanding it because I also said it earlier. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's a, that's a big deal to me. Um, our defense was inconsistent, but showed a lot of uh, energy, a lot of um, that we didn't see like last year, right? Um, there were definitely those games where like, what the hell happened? But you know that that might just happen. I think next week we'll probably end up talking about the defense overall a little bit more. 
Uh, I don't know if that's actually scheduled, but that's what I want to talk about. And then um, our our offense, I think a lot of the um, a, a lot of the the uh, miscues are can be attributed to Quad just being a freshman, mm-hmm. and that like he's just not out there making decisions the way that somebody who's been out there for you know two or three years would make. And that's fine. He's a freshman. Yeah. So uh, to your point, uh, no, there are n- no games happening between when we talk next week in the following week. So yeah, a football recap and uh, talk about the defense or something like that may be a very real possibility for next week's episode. Unless we want to talk about what we're buying each other for Christmas gifts. Um, no, I've got my eye on some things. I'll uh, put on my Elster list for you guys. Uh, but yeah, so my take on the game, that season is kind of like, this is uh, I don't know. This may, maybe the most Georgia state season of all. It's like, we're good. It's a winning record. It's a positive thing, but mm-hmm. we have so much missed opportunity right there in there. It, 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 you can't be too happy about it. Like if we would have won even one or two of those and missed out on that East division title, but man, we're really showing progress, but we, we lost three of those and it yeah. dips us down to the, the fourth spot in those power rankings. At least I, I just like, come on, just give me a little something more. The Lafayette game was like one of the like easiest and hardest all at once because we we seemed to play like a full game of football and we played them hard on both sides and like and and still didn't come out with a win and like we came out of the game being pr- kind of proud of our guys and then and, but it just just wasn't enough. Yeah, I think that well that was the episode title we said or no Eastern Carolina we're never losing again. I think if we would have lost to Lafayette in the way that we did and then come out and beat Arkansas State in that shootout, even if we had lost that App State game in the exact same way, we would have felt so much better about our team. We'd feel yeah. so much more excited about it. Sure, we lost to Lafayette, but we lost them in overtime. Sure, we lost to App State, a team we've never beaten before, but we played them better than we ever have. I mean, it was, what, 17, 14, something so like that? by four points, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, <sighs> anyhow. We're like, you know, we're in the upper mid-tier right here. We're not lower anymore. Anymore, we're right? Moving on up, man. We're moving up on up. Trajectory. We're, yeah. we're, we've got positive momentum, and I think there's a lot of good to look forward to next season, too. Absolutely, yeah, especially with Quad. You, you can talk about the negatives that we've seen out of Quad this season, but he's still a redshirt freshman, freshman and he's going to get better. What year is and, he? You know, and if he doesn't get better... Does he get another year again? Yeah, he gets another year again. If yeah. he doesn't get better... We've got Michele Colasorda. We've got you know a stable of, run, of of quarterbacks. We've got guys coming in. It's going to be a competition all over again. But at what I've seen this entire season, we'll get into it next week. I, I'll be more than happy about Quad Brown being our starting quarterback going into the twenty one season. No problem at all with that. But do you guys, do you guys know what year Pinkney is? No, but I hopefully he is a uh, red shirt junior high school player and we'll keep him <laughs> for like seven more years or something like yeah, that. As a rock star, I feel like he's been so like um, like under the radar, just amazing. You know, like he's gotten better every week. <laughs> yeah, red shirt sophomore. All right, so we do. We have a few years left. And he gets a, he gets a bonus. This doesn't year. count. Yeah, he gets yeah. a bonus year. So all right, well let's. Everyone stays the same, right? No one, no one goes no, up. No, no, no. He could NFL though. He could NFL. He's that good. He is that good? No, he's he definitely needs at least three more years in the college ranks before he reaches that NFL status. Right on, Calvert. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk about more about football next week. Probably uh, we had a lot of basketball games that happened last week, and 
I Can have we talk one... about only two? Oh, yeah, about right? <laughs> well, what I want to talk about is I want to talk about one player. My new favorite player on the team. He he seriously, he would not shut up about this at the football game. Between the two points and this guy, he wouldn't <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> Susami. 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 Oh, Susame. you didn't even learn his name. Between I did, man. Now the Miller Lights have really kicked in. Like, on, I was, as you were talking, I was like, I can't remember how. Sosami. Sosami, right? Oh, it's the same. Oh. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I had the accent mark in the wrong place. There's no accent mark. I am in love with this guy. This is the I think the Cincinnati transfer. I think so. Yeah, he's a he's a big guy. Did you not go double check that too? Because you didn't know that until we left the game. <laughs> I've got a full-time job, Ryan. And uh, he uh I think it's the same <laughs> transfer, but he's he's been a badass. He's, he's the big out there that we've talked about wanting for a long time. And uh I like his leadership. He really gets the, the guys pulls them in together. You said he's eight foot 12, right? Uh, 12 yeah. foot eight. Actually. 12 foot eight. Oh my goodness. I think that's changed. I do believe you said eight foot 12. <laughs> I did say eight foot 12. I remember because I said he was yeah eight foot and then 12 inches. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how you described the tech game to you. It must've been amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. I know. Right. It was a good time. I mean, so this is the odd football game where I came and I was totally sober. So I, I just tend to remember these things a little no. bit better. <laughs> No, he was totally hungover is what he was. Yeah. Anyway, so no, tell me yeah. more about Sosame. Sosame, yeah, no, I mean, that's all I got to say. I mean, I don't, I don't know anything. I just say that I really like that. I like what he's doing out there. He, he looks awesome. I wish he would have looked a little bit more awesome yesterday, but I also would like everyone to have looked a little bit more awesome yesterday. Um, yeah. We were missing three players yesterday, too. One, obviously, out the year unfortunately, and then two others with injuries. So we didn't have a full team. It's a two-game series. It's not over yet. I don't want to hear everyone getting down on the Panthers. Who's out Who's out for the year that we should be sad Nelson about? Phillips is out for the entire year. All-star, yeah. Is there, why? Why is he out for the year? Uh, knee injury. <laughs> the knee injury that happened. Okay. Warm-ups for not, like, not like up to no good or anything. No, no one found any bird poop on his car hood or anything. So it's not like that. You know, and definitely no cocaine. No, it was, it no. was injury. It was injury. But that tech game, man, come on. So, you know, Ryan, you can go do your bathroom break or get more wow. beer. Maybe I do since you, I know you don't care about basketball. But, like, so Tim, like, this tech game, that was, that could have been like a real, like, statement game, except for they decided they wanted to put it on at nine o'clock and the game runs until like almost one in the morning. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was like the never-ending story. The game just wouldn't end forever. By the way, huge fan of never-ending story. Great movie. It's a great movie. Absolutely fantastic movie. I thought in that game, obviously, it was like the third overtime where Lanier gets the technical foul, and I'm like, ah, oh, damn. Yeah, you, I, I, it's was, over. We're not coming back. From so this. Was, it, was it? Did you have the same feeling that I had in that at that point in the game where I'm kind of like, this is Lanier's way of saying, all right, let's just get out of this game and like. Well, I'll put it on me. It's my fault that we we lose this game. I, I mean, I felt like he's just getting he's fed up with the calls, right? I mean, they were getting pretty much every ticky tack foul possible against us, and then we would come down the court. There's lots of contact and nothing. It didn't matter. Yeah, you say these are ticky tack fouls, but according to the announcers, everything was going Georgia State's way. You know. Uh-huh. It was definitely a, a biased side of the announcers, which I understand. But uh, it's so frustrating. We felt so good about this game Thursday morning 
And then we find out that Mercer beats him on Friday during our route of uh, Tacoa Falls. And it kind of took a little bit of that away. Did. But yeah. Which I, is uh, okay. I mean, Mercer, listen, Mercer's good. They got a good squad. Um, you know, we still have the chance to beat them December 16th when they come to the arena. So it's yeah. not over yet. Um, hopefully, we'll have all our players back that are injured. Yeah, I. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how that game go. That game goes in the arena because I went down to the Tacoa Falls game, and it was weird in the sports arena. It was very weird in there. I thought there was no one in the lower level where you were sitting. Like they had a camera uh, pan once, and it was like I could see you. They they don't <laughs> have a lot of people sitting in these sections at all. It, it's very very. And yeah, they think, and then again, also it was Tacoa Falls. And well, it, was, it also it, it was all, it's also the break, right? Students are all out. We're all out, I think. Right, but the lower section where I was sitting is not for students unless they buy season tickets. Yeah, but, I mean, it's the Friday after Thanksgiving. It's Tacoa Falls. I, I don't expect that. I don't expect that those season ticket holders to really show up. But uh, I, and I could not see how many people were behind us in the, the upper sections. We still had a good tailgate at uh, the top of the G deck. Cops did nice. not shut us down at all. So well, cops um, can't shut us down. It's all good. It's all about staying on that top level. You can't go one level down. Yeah, it's all about yeah. having that hookup. Yeah, but we don't. Yeah, we don't play again at home, and I think until that sixteenth, uh, right? Wednesday, December sixteenth game. But yeah. yeah, definitely anybody come out there, have a few drinks with us before we go in. But it was an interesting game uh, as far as it set up. I. Hopefully it gets a lot better as the season goes on. Uh, one thing I thought was interesting with that tech game is there was a lot of these stats that came out of it. Like it's the first time we've had like, was it four or five players score 20 points in like their first game ever. Like that's a stat that will never get broken because you're not going to go to four overtimes and do something like that. that, that it's so also that our first four overtime game too, I think. For it's us. a first three time over three overtime game. Yeah. yeah you, you guys, you guys rag on me for not caring about basketball and not watching that game. But the next day when I looked at that and I saw 123 to 120 and four overtimes, I was like, what the hell did I miss? And one of the weird things about that game was like, you know, so that game goes, you know, the first the f- full time and then in the overtime, the first overtime, it was only like six points. It was like, it was like very low scoring in the first overtime. Right. And then they're putting up double digits in the in, uh, the last three overtimes. I guess because players are getting fouled out and you're having to bring in, uh, you know, not your best players or anything. But that was it was a fun game to watch. My I was here. My grandfather came down for Thanksgiving. He's not a basketball fan at all, but he stays up with me watching. By, by, by the end of the game, he's into it. He was into And so this is the kind of game that gets people into a program or into a sport, and it just sucks that so few people got to see it unless they were on the West Coast or something. It was, it was such a great win. In general, even if it wasn't at 9 o'clock, it was hard to watch, right? It was hard. I had to sign up for a different streaming service yeah. just to watch the game. Yeah, it was a little tough to watch. It was such a great game, though, so much that we got two wins for it per group. Google. Google gave us two wins. Gave them two losses too. So hey. Yeah, well, uh we, we they did end up getting two losses from uh after losing to Mercer and <laughs> anyway, sure. that Mercer game. I don't know. Do we want that do we want to talk about this Mercer game? I, I'll, I'll, everything I'll, everything I'll, was I'll, garbage. That's what I'll, I have to say. All I want to say is for anybody that's listening to this who did not watch the Mercer game. If all you saw was that score of 86 to 69, 
it was a much, nice. much, much closer game than that. I mean, it did get it up to like about a 12 point difference at times. We normally kept it in between like four to seven point game, uh, if not taking a lead here and there. But we absolutely fell apart at the end of that game. That those last couple of minutes where it's our, it's our time to try to make points and, and come back. All we literally did was just miss baskets and let them score again. It was, yeah, really I think good. the last six minutes, I think it was just we fell apart. We're down by nine at one point, and then from there on, we just didn't score. We scored um, 69 points, though. Yeah, we scored four points, yeah, no, yeah, after it, six it, minutes. It, um, it, yes, in answer to Ryan's question, yeah, yes, nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Four whole points, right? Maybe that's what they did. Maybe they fell apart on purpose. They were like, "We're not going to win this thing. Let's uh, let's score sixty-nine. No, they did score three points at the very end to keep it from oh. being a twenty-point game. Right on. We we only scored sixty-nine because we can't shoot free throws. That's it. Well, we 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 were shooting free throws in the the first half, and then they just fell yeah. apart in the second half. Yeah, we flipped. Like we were almost eighty percent from the line in the first half, or something. And then I we were they were struggling. I just really hope this is just. Too many games and too short of a time. However, that being said, our conference schedule is two back-to-back games. Yeah, doesn't that happen all the time? Yeah, well, yes, every week. Every week, once we start uh, uh, conference um, play on January 1st, that's what it is. Every Friday and Saturday, you you play a game. Granted, that's two games versus three games, but still, back-to-back days. It'll be interesting to see how many teams win back-to-back days? I feel like you may see a lot of teams that a lot of these being split. Ooh, David, you should do that statistical analysis at the end of the season. Well, I can add one and two. Yeah, you should actually one. I guess it'd be one and one. Maybe I can add it'd be one and one. But yeah, that's more complicated than you think. I think. Yeah, uh, Tim, when you're when you were listening, did you hear the announcers say that Mercer actually owned the series? No, and I don't want to admit that. I thought I true. heard that, and it's not nowhere close. Okay. Well, then it's they definitely like, said that, and they're idiots. They're fired. Exactly. Well, yeah. You yeah. know the TV announcers don't get fired for saying stupid things. Otherwise, That's there'd true. be one left. Yeah. But anyhow, so, uh, so on the, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about them next week or two weeks from now when we see them again inside Georgia State Sports Arena. I don't, I'm done with them. Done. Next up, Charlotte, right? Good day, sir. Yeah, and screw Charlotte. A big F you to Charlotte. A big F you to Charlotte. This is the only game not viewable on TV on our entire schedule. Wait, we can't watch this? No, no. There's. It's not on anything. No, no, no streaming services. No ESPN Plus. No pay for Charlotte Niners dot com view pass. <laughs> David, you should go. You should just go. I looked at that. No single game tickets being sold. Oh shit! They're just. How, do, how are we going to trust that anyone Do we wants? even know this game's being played? That's the thing. If, <laughs> if Dave Cohen's not calling this game, I'm not going to believe the outcome. Of That's it right. Overall. That's right. Unless we win, then I'll totally be okay with it. Lawsuits ensue. Now, it's radio only. Uh, and also, interestingly enough, their, their schedule up to this point was uh, they were supposed to play uh, at Tennessee uh, versus a VCU and then versus Belmont Abbey. All three have been canceled. What? They, Why? Wait, I thought they, they liked they, their basketball team. They did play East Carolina, Eastern Carolina, which they lost that game. But they so they only have one game in their under their belt so far. So I don't know if that helps or hurts or or whatever. We've only ever played them once before. Last year when we beat them by three points in, in overtime, 
is the only time we played them. So this could be, I don't know. I want to say advantage our favor. I don't know. I, I'm distraught that you told me I can't watch this game now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you're, still you're gotta do Tim. You gotta do You gotta go get into your your favorite recliner or sofa seat, whatever. Put on your AirPods. Tune into Dave Cohen. Lean back and just, just visualize the game. It. All right. I mean, that's fine. Um, I think it plays into us. Like one game they've played, East Carolina. So we we have to beat them by what more than let's see, fifty-seven to sixty-six. Right. So just kind of we just kind of best that and you know whatever. Yep, fifty-eight think, to fifty-six. I gotta get. Yeah. I think uh, ESPN gives us like a sixty-six percent chance of winning. Um, I say we bounce back from Mercer in a big way. I hope so. I hope the guys come back and they want to like redeem that game big time. And angry is. Yes, I would be. I am. I am angry. I'm very angry. Well, I think part of it was going to that game like all day long. I'm like, all right, we beat Tech. We just slaughtered Tacoa Falls. We beat Southern. The Falcons annihilated the Raiders. And I'm like, my everything's life, going perfect. Like, like, my life is not that good of a life that I'm going to get a, a fifth win in six days out of my teams. And sure enough, I think we just like blew our wad with uh, the Falcons, got rid of all the good luck, the Atlanta luck, that Mercer game. We got the short end of the stick there. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, we're approaching an hour here. Uh, the only other sports we have go- going on is uh, the women's basketball team is uh, at Tennessee state tomorrow in Nashville. And then they have Furman on Sunday. They got a really disappointing loss of tech on on Wednesday, the guys avenged them. It's okay. Okay. We don't have to tell them the score. Yeah. We're not going to get into all that. No. They didn't double it. But uh, I think that's all I got until we get a last call. You guys got anything else at all? Nope. Got Pete. Yeah, I, I do also have to use the facilities. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Thank you for everybody that tuned in. Thanks for those that are watching. Uh, we're going to hit a last call. Keep this conversation going. Um, check it out on our Patreon page. And free to everybody on Friday. Available uh, immediately uh, for our Patreon members. So, yeah. We'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. Peace. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.